And now, live, it's time. Which team, by colors alone, is identifiable around the world? It's time for the JT the Brick Show. Which team, by slogan, commitment to excellence? On Raider Nation Radio, 920 AM. Just win, baby. All those things are the Raiders. Here's your host, JT the Brick. Out of the gate, JT with you as we open up the show on a very sad event, but something that we're going to do which is right. We're going to pay tribute to one of the all-time greats in Raider history. And I mean that with all of my heart. A black hole, Rob Rivera, passed away a couple of days ago. And he was the co-founder and leader of the black hole. Rob was a great friend of mine and a great friend to thousands of people throughout the world of the Raider Nation. His legacy, fortunately, will live on forever. You know, some people have a legacy. Other people have bigger legacies. Uh, Rob didn't care about his legacy. He didn't care about any of that. It was never about Rob. It was always about his group, the Black Hole. It was always about the Raiders. It was always about the Oakland Raiders. Let me preface this. It was about the Oakland Raiders where he he resided, and I think he's one of the greatest and most impactful people in the history of the Raiders from a fan perspective and what he did. To help the brand, to help the team, to help his family, to help his daughters, to help everybody that could help along the way. Uh, This show is about Black Hole Rob Rivera today. We did something similar when Ricky Ricardo passed away, the owner of Ricky's in San Leandro, because Ricky also deserved that because of the impact he had on my life. This is my show, so I'm going to make sure we do that. And we we hit it out of the park for Ricky, and I'd like to accomplish the same goal today for Black Hole Rob. As I've said my entire career, when legends die, they deserve more than one segment on a sports talk radio show. I find it amazing that certain shows barely even acknowledge an individual who passes away as they go to commercial or they come out of break from a commercial for five seconds, that they can't pause their life, pause their show or platforms and give the individual the credit that they deserve. There are not many people I would do this for. There are many people I pray for, I reach out to, I would love to hear on the radio, I'd love to help their family and their friends. God forbid if something happens. Black Hole Rob was like a brother to me. He had one of the biggest impact moments of my life on me when I got hired by the Raiders in 1998. And instantly, instantly, I thought, the only way this will work for me, only chance, is I got to meet with the Black Hole. He took my meeting, we talked, and I said to him, quote, I have no chance of making this work on the radio if I don't get the support of you and the Black Hole. He sat down. He vetted me. He talked to me about my vision, what I wanted to do. And I simply said, all I want to do is give you guys a voice on the radio because you don't have a voice on the radio. People know the black hole, but they never hear you on the radio. They don't know your story, your charities, your partners, your business ventures. Let's do this together. And by the end of that meeting, it really had a big impact on my life. For my wife and my two sons who know Rob and met him and the family, and everything changed for me. And this isn't about me. There's not going to be a lot of me, I, I, me today. It's about Rob. Because what Rob was so famous for, I believe, that if you went to a Raider game, and I stood in the black hole for four or five years, stood next to him, they put my name on a banner underneath the black hole, and that was his idea. 
and we came together and we split the banner. I paid for half of it, and it was the greatest advertising I ever saw on sports television for four or five years. And I thanked Rob for that, and he thanked me for that. And we worked together as a team. He inducted me as the first ever member in the Black Hole Hall of Fame, and that plaque sits in my home, and it's one of my proudest accomplishments in radio or outside of radio. So I owe this guy everything. I owe him everything. If it wasn't for Black Hole Rob, I wouldn't be on the radio all these years, period. That's the credit I give him because he deserves it. What I loved about Rob the most was, you know, 17 years of my career now in year 23, I commuted. I commuted from Vegas or L.A. to Oakland. And I'd talk to Rob the night before because he'd be sleeping out or he'd be coming in in the morning. And I'd tell him when I get in there and I'd get off a BART. Real men take BART. I'd get off a BART at the stadium and I'd go right to the black hole and I'd ask, where's Rob? And Rob was always speaking to people. Rob always had an army of people around him because everybody wanted to meet him. Everybody who came in from overseas or around the country or another black hole chapter wanted to have their like five minutes with the president. It's kind of like the White House. If you go to the White House, you have to fit the schedule of the president. The president might only have five minutes for you. And where would Black Hole Rob always be? Somewhere on the fringe of this notorious tailgate that was enormous, and he'd be speaking to his members, talking about how to grow the brand and the right way to grow the brand, not to just give away Black Hole T-shirts and say, no, this is like a fraternity. I'm a fraternity guy. you got to earn your way in the Black Hole. you got to earn your way. And we'd have discussions. I'd go, hey, Rob, grow this. Make it bigger. And he'd be like, JT, we're going to build it at our pace. Because we are a club, we are a family. And that's the way he did it. And he spent countless, countless hours away from his family, away from his family trying to build this brand. To the point where Roger Goodell's standing in the black hole, Mike Ditka's standing in the black hole, Jim Nance is in the black hole for the playoffs, and you sit there and you go, this is incredible. Football's most notorious fan base, and now it's one of the biggest brands in all sports as a fan base. How cool is that? How great of a legacy is that when you and a small group of friends are sitting around and you come up with this concept of the black hole and now you see a game in London and you see the black hole in London standing like an English soccer game because that's the fan base that everybody wants to be associated with. Holy cow. That's a legacy from a fan perspective. And my radio shows have always been based on one thing, fans. I'm just a fan behind the microphone. And this guy was the ultimate, ultimate fan. Not super fan, because super fans are great. We love super fans. But Rob wanted to be in the back. Rob wanted the black hole to be up front. Rob protected that black hole shield. He was everything. And every time I took someone to a game, and there were a lot of people I took to a game, I brought him to Black Hole Rob to take a photo and talk. And Rob would have a Corona or a Modelo or whatever beverage was sponsoring the Black Hole. Very loyal to that. If you were a sponsor to the Black Hole and you gave that brand money, he was drinking your beer. He was there to support you. And he would talk to everyone. And, man, the impact he had on my oldest son, who was a junior at Oklahoma, every year, every year I would take my son to a Raider game. And my son was knee-high to me when I started taking him. 
And by the time he went to college, he dwarfed me and Rob. And Rob would come up to him and say, man, he'd give him a big hug. I'm proud of you. Your dad's proud of you. Because my son is a real Raider fan. I didn't grow up a real Raider fan. I liked the Raiders, but I didn't grow up with the Raiders in my DNA like Rob and my son. And they'd hook up once a year, and they'd bond, and then we'd go into the game. So this one hurts. This one hurts because I love this guy. I owe him a lot. He did a lot for me and my family, and he did a lot for the Raider Nation. And there were times when they didn't get along with the Raider organization. Heads were buttoned hard. They were moving the tailgate from the front to the back. There were times where they asked me, hey, man, could you bring the piece to this deal? we got to figure this out. And I'd be like, look, I can do what I can, but I work for the team. I, can't, I cannot lose my job to do something if it's not going to work for both of us. And he understood it. He never put me in that situation. He always said, man, you do what you do, just have our back. And I've always had their back, and they've always had my back. So that's really why I want to do this today. I just want to pay tribute to a friend who passed away way too young. As I said to Paul Gutierrez and some others, uh, this year he was coming to a game to sit in my seats. I was hoping he'd bring his wife. I didn't get a chance to have that conversation the last month because he was battling, battling life and death. And I'm really thinking of his wife, Rachel, and the girls and the entire black hole and everybody involved. Everybody involved. Because Rob was as loyal as it gets. And my whole life has been based on loyalty. With my friends, my business partners, whatever it is, it's about loyalty. And there's nobody I know, a handful of people I know that was as loyal as Rob Rivera. He would do anything for you, anything. And man, he sacrificed for this club. What he did, and the black hole knows this, the core of the black hole understands this. The countless hours, the meetings, the phone calls, trying to raise money, trying to build this up. And then the thing that impressed me the most about him was, man, he was anti-Vegas. Why wouldn't you be? He's the black hole in Oakland. And we had some really hardcore conversations about him wanting to save the Oakland Raiders in Oakland. And then the inevitable that the politicians got in the way. It ended. The Raiders moved to Vegas. And it took a while for Rob to come around. But when he came around, you know why he came around? He came around to benefit the black hole and the brand going forward. He, he made the brand so big that he understood that the brand was bigger than him and the brand needs to move to Vegas now and they need to make it work in Vegas. And that took a lot from him to do that. A lot. Because he's not your typical fan. He, he's, the, he's at the top. He's on the Mount Rushmore of that. And he finally came around to Vegas and we're going to make this thing work. And he never got a chance to see the Raiders play in Vegas. And that pains me hard. Because I wanted to host him. He would have came to my seats and then he would have took off like a little kid. He would have ran to the black hole. And Gorilla Rilla would have put him right next to him on TV and he would have had his face painted and he would have been right there. So, with a very heavy heart today, I dedicate the next two hours. We have Matt Millen at the bottom of the hour. That was booked in advance. I dedicate the next two hours to Black Hole Rob Rivera because the Raiders will never, ever, ever be the same without him. He's that important. We have a flagship station now that cares about issues like this, and they want to talk about this, and this is what I want to do today. We'll get to the Dolphins tomorrow, a little bit with Matt Millen, 
We'll talk about the roster, the injuries, and all of that. But I wanted to get to Rob today. He deserves the entire two hours. The number is 702-365-9200. 702-365-9200. Raider man, start us off on the flagship. Oh, man, you know, I'm always up for the Kamikaze JT. And, you know, I'm a, I don't know, I guess COVID ties hugging your neck, brother. I wish I could hug you for real because, you know, it's really, really more than difficult to be able to keep your composure and be a professional, you know, knowing what you know. And, I, you know, I, I know a lot more than a lot of others. So just kudos to you for, you know, being in that seat, being in that position and doing what you're doing, man. You know, there's a lot of short ways I can sum it up. You know, uh, I come from a place where we say stuff like, you don't throw the baby out with the bathwater. And, you know, that's true because we did come through quite a bit. Uh, I have no idea, as close as I am, what, you know, Rob actually went through to make this thing all go. But I do know that I stuck by him as close as I could, like a brother through every little bit of it, thick and thin. And, and there's so much to the story that people don't know and we can't get into in here, so it doesn't even really matter. But what I would like to say as far as, like, you know, making it into a call is the thing that started making me laugh. I couldn't sleep worth a darn last night. But I keep thinking of Rob as a, a Puerto Rican Uncle Polly. <laughs> you know, yeah. sorry, Rachel, you know. But it's just like, you know, this guy brain was always moving. He was going to succeed at something. He was going to push through. And he was just like the rest of us. He was imperfect. You know, everybody is. and Everybody got their faults, but he was unfaltering. And I just, I just always admired that about the guy. So I just want to put a little seed out there, man. Look, if you only love people that you like, you don't sincerely love people. And it's the funny thing about life, because life always seems so complicated until death come along and simplify everything. So keep things in perspective. You know, I'm really, really grateful because I get a chance to speak about my friends. I'm going to hold it together. <clears throat> and I w- went to the word. When I don't know what to say, that's just what I do. So apologize if I sound preachy, but it's a method in the music. So... Just dig it for a second. Proverbs 27.2 say, Let not a man commend himself. Let a stranger commend you, not from your own lips. You know, you fast forward to 27.17 as one of my favorites, and I use it all the time in sports analogies, but as iron sharpens iron, so does a man's friendship sharpen his friend's countenance. And in the black hole, them brothers don't take words like friend and family and all that kind of stuff lightly. In the narrator nation, it's even bigger than that because there's so many different cultures melding into one big old pot of gumbo. So it means something, and relationships are reciprocal. So I'll say this about my friend because you know how I am about my 19s. Proverbs 27:19 says, as in water, face reflects face, so a man's heart reveals the man. And that's who Black Hole Rob was. You know who he was by what we get to celebrate today, and that should never, ever, ever be forgotten. And truth of the matter is, JT, I think I got the right to speak on this. You shouldn't have to apologize for very, very much of it being where you at. Anybody can throw rocks, but nobody knows what it means to be standing there taking the damn arrows. One of them being me, because you know me, I'm vocal, I speak, mm-hmm. but at least I reach out and I talk to the person I need to talk to. So I think we need to get better as Raider Nation because we're getting used. They're out there trying to pick on my dude, John Day Abram, all in the media about plays on the field. But this man is showing a countenance that's supposed to be in Raider Nation. The man will to walk through the criticism and know who you are and play for your team. So I say this in partnership. I mean, I say this in part, man. Relationships, they're reciprocal. People only reach out when they see people reach out. 
So if anybody, whoever it is, and it's including you, if you feel like you need to reach out, reach out. I say stuff like get your ass off your shoulders because we only got one life and ain't no day guaranteed. We got to realize this kind of stuff because we're missing out. That's three of us. That's Dave. That's Ricky. Now that's Rob. I'm really, really going to miss them impromptu videos from my brother. I'm going to really, really miss sending them back. But I tell you what, I get to live today, and I'm grateful to God for that. And with that, I'm grateful for Raider football. And with that, I'm grateful for the opportunity to have written the Raider Oath, and that's exactly what I'm going to do. Because we've been battered and bruised, and we've moved and come back. But our colors don't change. We're silver and black. This commitment to excellence starts up every year. And no powers on earth will drown out this cheer. I pledge allegiance to the flag of our mighty silver and black. And unto these colors for which we stand. Better nation under a groove with free speech and liberty. Remember the tools. He who has ears, let him hear. I hereby declare. Black hole rob. Was a Raider fan. Thanks. Thanks, Raider man. Appreciate it. Uh, they were really tight. They were really tight, like brothers there. In the parking lot of Oakland, 702-365-9200. Eric in Vegas. Go ahead, Eric. Start us off. Go ahead. Amen, Raider man. This is an emotional. I mean, I was texting earlier today with Wayne Mabry. We all know him as Violator. And he just said one thing. He goes, man, call me Fish, my nickname, Fish. He's a legend, and he is. And we talked about that the fans of the Raiders are just as important as the players. And Raider Rob, he was adamant about rooting for the name on the front of the jersey, JT, not the names of the back. And he sat in that black hole, I'm thinking, for 25 years and watched our Raiders suffer through 21 of them. And through the hard times, man, he led the black hole through cheer and voracious behavior. I only met the guy twice. But I knew JT, his blood was silver and black, man. I, just, I, just, I talked to him. And first game, 1998, Gruden's first game against the Giants, and we win. And, and it was just a pleasure being around him. You know, Losing Ricky Ricardo for me, I got a chance to be in his bar like you did and losing this guy. I only hope we develop those kind of fans down here in Vegas that bring on this, this, this legacy of the greatness of, of what this organization is, is all about. I'm, I'm breaking up a little bit, JT. Let me get through this. I can only end this was saying that Rob goes to the pearly gates and St. Peter sends him on a journey before he meets his loved ones that have passed. But Rob is first led to the black hole in the sky where he is greeted by Todd Christensen, Cliff Branch, Bob Chandler, Lyle Alzado, Stacy Turan, Snake Staberhands, Rob Amadello, and finally Al Davis calls him over to sit next to him and says, quote, Rob, you are the greatness of the Raiders. Lead us in cheers, son, against the Dolphins this Sunday. All I can say is rest in peace, Black Hole Rob. Thanks, buddy. Appreciate it, Eric. A diehard Raider fan. Big part of our show. We keep it moving. Naomi Rivera, Rob's daughter, checking in. Naomi, my heart grieves for you and the family. Thanks for calling in. I appreciate this. Hi, how are you? Good, thank you. Yeah, um, I, you know, I just want to say a lot of people know him for, like, you know, the Raiders and the Black Hole and everything like that. And, um... And I just want to say, you know, that was a big part of his life. But I want people to know, like, how amazing he was as, like, as a person as well, you know. Like, he was a great a great father, you know, great husband to my mom. You know, everybody loves him so much. And I'm just, you know, I just want to thank you so much for 
for taking the time, you know, to spend two hours on your podcast talking about him. You know, it means a lot um, for me and my family. Um, you know, just like I'm, I'm at school right now, but I'm listening to everything that you guys are saying. And it's just so beautiful. You know, all the support that everybody is giving to him and like, and like our family, it really does mean a lot. So I want to thank you for that. Well, I want to tell you the conversations that I had with your dad about you and your sister and your mom and the family constantly. I still have that blanket you made for me when I was, when I was a baby. Yes. I still have it. And, and, and he talked <laughs> about you and he was very proud and we'll be in touch. And I want to talk to your mom about the GoFundMe and we want to help any way we can. But remember your dad, your dad cared about college, your life, your future, having kids, your legacy. He, that's all he ever talked to me about was your yeah. family and how important you were. So stay strong. Stay strong with your family, especially your mom at this time and your sister. And whatever we can do to help with you down the road, please reach out. Thank you. I appreciate it. I appreciate that. Have a great day. Appreciate it. Right. That's Naomi, Rob's daughter, checking in. That was pretty a pretty big surprise. Didn't expect that. 702-365-9200 as we continue. Uh, Ruben? In Vegas, Ruben, check in. What's happening with you? How are you? Hey, JT. Thanks for taking the call. Condolences to the family. Uh, quick story. I met him once at a black hole tailgate, and we were just talking you know, about the tailgate and the game and whatnot, but I mentioned to him that oh, back in the Super Bowl 2002-2003 season, they actually came out with those things. Remember, they used to be called DVDs? Uh-huh. There's a DVD called Raider Nation, and I bought it, and he came out in it, and I reminded him about it. And you should have seen, he like lit up like, oh yeah, I remember that. And I remember he didn't have a ticket to the Super Bowl. And on the DVD, he said that they told him there was no way the president or co-founder of the Black Hole was not going to be able to go to the Super Bowl down in San Diego, Mm -hmm. that he was going to be there. So that was just my little special moment that I got to share with him when I met him. Um, Rest in peace, you know, condolences to the family. And just when do the tie, right till we die. Thank you. Appreciate the call. And that is a true story that the Raiders wanted multiple people, multiple people at that Super Bowl who weren't able to get tickets for obvious reasons. And he was one of them. 702-365-9200. You know, I personally believe, you know, Rob's legacy is the black hole, but it's also the tailgate. And everybody who can hear me who knows about this knows that that's that was his game. Rob's game was the tailgate getting in the parking lot in Oakland, making sure everything was set up, and then expanding it to have it bigger. And the only way to expand it and feed people and do all that was to get sponsors and to get these beer sponsors to come together and help pay the freight and do all of that. So he was grinding that because he wanted everybody's tailgate experience to be special because most people that went to an Oakland Raider game were going to stop by the Black Hole tailgate. And, man, did he take pride in that. Oh, did he take pride in a tailgate? You know, I haven't been able doing the pregame show here to get out for the tailgate yet and to see what's happening here in Las Vegas. I'm inside. We're trying to make that an area that people come in and see us do the pregame at the torch. But in Oakland, I mean, that was a rite of passage. If you were going into the Oakland Coliseum, you had to stop by the black hole, get a picture, see the fans, and all the looky-loos on the outside who were intimidated to come in. Rob would go out there and say, hey, you got a Raider shirt on? Come on in. Let's do a shot. Let's take a picture. Let me introduce you to someone. There's an art, an art in tailgating to do it the right way. We've all tailgated. Everybody listens to sports radio. We have a tailgate story. His were the best. 702-365-9200 as we continue on. Jungle Jane. 
in Oakland on the Rob Rivera Tribute Show. Go ahead. Hi, JT. Oh, man, you just got me... uh... You just got me teary-eyed what you were talking about, the tailgate, because that's one thing. um, Thank you uh, for doing this and uh, taking the call. And Naomi, uh, for listening, we love you. Uh, You got me choked up. Uh, Raider man's words. I just really appreciate um, you doing this, JT, and uh, for us to be able to call in and and just give our uh, words of comfort. Um. The one thing I remember is that uh, the Raiderettes, when they no longer were a Raiderette, the first thing they would message me and say, I want to come to the tailgate. I want to come to the Black Hole tailgate. Can you get me in there? (laughs) And Raiders' wives and and, uh, family members of players and everything, they always wanted to come to the Black Hole tailgate. And that was one thing about Rob. And I I could talk for hours about Rob, but... um, when they say love your neighbor, Rob was uh, was up there. He opened his arms to everyone. Anyone that wanted to come in, like you said, that had a Raider shirt, even if they didn't have a Raider shirt on um, and they were intimidated, they were from the other team, but they wanted to, to see it's something that they've seen on, on TV and they would come from uh, different teams from Miami and all over and they, they wanted to be there also. And Rob might have heckled and he might have said a few words, but ultimately, Rob was exactly what Naomi said. He was a loving, loving man, caring man, really genuine, good person. And if you ever got to know him, that's what you would know about him. And that's it, it also shined in his tailgate and why everyone just wanted to be a part of that. Everyone wanted to just come in and feel that warmth of his open arms um, that he created. And we are hoping and praying that his legacy, that we're going to continue with his legacy um, and, and, and carry the torch. Um, you know, Gorilla Rilla, his heart, um, they, say, um, they say in Ecclesiastes, those who find a, a, a friend finds a treasure. And that's what we have. We have a treasure trust of, of friends from Pirate to Black Hole Rob, Raider Ron, Ricky, there's so many to name, Gloria that we've lost, but Rob, we love you so much, such a great, great person to know, an honor to to uh, be called family, to be able to go to the tailgate with just open arms, Vegas isn't the same without you, Rob, we love and miss you, and JT, thank you so much for this. Thank you, my friend. Appreciate it. Yeah, this is the least I can do. You kidding me? I mean, this is this is the least I can do. I mean, I owe this guy everything I have, really, when it comes to anything I'm associated with, with the silver and black. A lot of it is right there for me. He's my Mount Rushmore. He's on that for me. And uh, today's a tough day, but I think a lot of people are going to say some beautiful things about Black Hole Rob Rivera. We'll continue doing this. Matt Millen's going to join us to preview the Dolphins, what he saw in the preseason. Opening of the show brought to you by PT's Best Happy Hour in Town. Love it from 5 to 7 to midnight to 2. Go watch sports at PT's 60-plus locations in the Valley. Wherever you look left, right, ahead, or behind you, you'll find a PT's welcoming you for a big event. Our tribute show to Black Hole Rob Rivera continues.
makes it fun to come in and coach. You know, when you're a teacher, you come in and you have students that actually are looking at you and taking notes when you're talking, they might learn something. You might help a guy get an A plus or an A and you feel good as a teacher. We got guys that like to come in here and, and they, they demand, um, you know, that you give them some instruction on how to win a game and how to improve as a player. And um, I think that's, that's a key ingredient. Um, five-star character. Uh, everybody talks about five-star talent. He's a five-star talent. No one talks about five-star character. We got a lot of that here, and uh, that's a big reason why we're winning. John Gruden talking about the players that they brought in. Yeah, this is something I've been preaching here on the show. They want guys. They want a Gruden guys. These are his guys. Some are taking longer than others to develop. We'll get into the Dolphins. Uh, today we're just doing one topic, one topic only. Black Hole Rob Rivera, co-founder and president of the Black Hole. He passed away, and we're having a tribute show for him. Vice president of the Black Hole, John. John, thanks for checking in. What's happening? Hey, JT. Thank you so much for doing this for Rob and for his family very appreciated and since they're listening i just want to let you guys know that we love rob and we just thank you for sharing him with us and and just being able to be part of his life in this in this way and uh you know man his dream his vision is going to live on it's going to live on here in vegas cisco and i are going to put this on our backs and we're going to carry it forward and we understand the responsibility we're going to make this happen for rob and you know, we're doing weekly events, and we're, we're keeping the dream alive. So that's that's our pledge to you and to the rest of Raider Nation and to the black hole. Yeah, that's really important going forward, my friend, is to keep his legacy alive by building and making the black hole bigger than it's ever been and grow it internationally because my conversation with his, and we'll have Cisco on in a bit, my vision for him was always to make it bigger and let more people experience what this is like. And you have a big role in doing that going forward. That's a tough responsibility for you guys, but I know you're going to do it. Absolutely. Thank Absolutely. you. Absolutely. Thank you, appreciate sir. it. Appreciate it. Black it's Hole. fun to come in and coach. Black yeah. Hole Rob, who passed away, uh, we're paying tribute to him. But we have Matt Millen on, and we want to talk to Matt Millen about the Raiders' quick start. Matt, on those preseason broadcasts, were you suspecting a 2-0 start in these great performances? How are you? I'm doing great, Jay. How you been, JT? Couldn't be better. Thanks a lot for checking in with us. And it's exciting times. Coach Flores is coming in for his uh, Hall of Fame ring. There's a big tribute to him, and the Raiders are undefeated coming into this Miami game. You can't ask for money. And I just had Miami. Miami's got, you know, they've got a, a really good secondary. Um, they don't, they didn't get quite the pass rush that they'd like without blitzing. Um, and their offense, they, they had problems last week. They're going to have to they're going to have to uh, redo what they're or rethink what they're doing with their uh, protections because they they got they got beat up by Buffalo. But uh, did I think the Raiders would be two and zero? Here's the thing, JT. You know this. You never know in this league, mm-hmm. right? You don't. You have no idea. They could be playing really good football, and then they just you know they get beat by thirty points. And and so the really good teams don't usually they'll be in the game, but. You know, sometimes you're going to get you're going to get a loss, but um, I I didn't know if I thought the offense would be clicking this much, and I didn't know if I believed that uh, Carr would be pushing the ball down the field as much as he is. I really like to see that. I mean, I think Ruggs makes a big difference, and I think he's using them. 
Matt Millen joins us. Matt, what jumps out at me, and you had your eyes on this team in the preseason, is that when Morrow went down, it was a blessing in disguise. They're going to get him back. But it enabled Mike Mayock and Coach Gruden to go out and get two really good linebackers with experience in Perryman and especially K.J. Wright. If Morrow doesn't go down, I don't know if both those guys come in, let alone one. Has that helped make a difference? Yeah, I think you're right, 100%. I don't, I don't think you do sign them. I think you say, okay, we have our guys, and, and you know they just have to play better. And then, and these guys, see, what you, what you lose in physicality, you gain in mentality, right? Because those guys are smart players. They've been around, they're experienced, they understand how the game is played. You know, they might get beat on a route that they could have covered, you know, five years ago, but they don't put themselves in those positions anymore. And, and they, they make few mistakes. That's the big deal. JT, look, most teams, and this is a cliche and I understand, but most teams, they beat themselves. They don't usually get beat by other teams. They, they make mistakes and beat themselves. And so when you get a, a veteran guy who's been around, he, he sees things, he's seen them before, he doesn't make those mistakes. Matt, tell us more about this Gus Bradley concept when you sat down with him and on the broadcast, this cover three. It seems like keep everybody in front of you on the back end. Don't get beat deep because last year they were getting beat on broken plays, plays outside the pocket, Mahomes, Josh Allen, Brady, where those great quarterbacks saw an opportunity to go over the top and they were able to succeed. It seems like Gus is trying to clean that up. Yeah, it's it's a it's a simple philosophy. It's you know you don't do a lot. You just play faster because you do the same thing over and over and get better at it. And it's not a complicated it's not a complicated scheme. Um, the biggest thing with simple schemes is you need really good players, and so you have to get guys who are really good at it because not only do you know what you're doing every play, the offense knows exactly what you're doing every play. And so it's a, you know it's one of those defenses that. Um, you, you know, you have to be able to generate a pass rush somehow. And if they know what you're doing, they know where they're coming from. So you got to surprise them sometimes, but the coverage on the back end pretty much stays the same. And keep this in mind, JT, when you're playing a cover three and you're in a deep zone, inevitably, if you're getting attacked on the outside, it's one-on-one. It's still a one-on-one thing. The guy does a go route up uh, up the side, that's on you. And it's just, you may as well just have lined up in man. So. There's a lot of different, you know, most of the time, if you get your depth and the free safety is playing the way he's supposed to play and you're rerouting guys the way you're supposed to reroute them, then you can keep things in front. And But there's still holes, uh, and then that's why you, you have to get a pass rush. Matt Millen, four-time Super Bowl champ, former Pro Bowler, All-American at Penn State. Uh, one other thing on the concept here, Matt, going forward, which I like, is that when you, you've called so many big games in your career as a broadcaster. When you see someone like Waller getting so many targets, what concerns you, and what also is the upside of that, getting other players open, because they got to get Edwards and Ruggs and Renfro going. So it's kind of good and bad, because Waller, other teams like Miami want to take him out of the game with their superior defensive backfield. How is Gruden countering? Well, it's just, you know, so then you start using Waller to get guys away from everybody else. Right. And, you, and, you know, and so then you're going to have to, the other guys are just going to have to pick up the slack, and they can. And so, look, if they want to start doubling Waller or put their best guy on him, which they won't, Xavier Howard is their best uh, defender over there, but 
Wallace on the other side is pretty good too. So it's it's a good group. I mean, I, I watched some really good um, coverage this past week. So what I would say is, if, if they're going to double up on him, or if they're going to have to, if they're going to want to go in and out on him and try to you know, do some kind of of a coverage, it's just going to free somebody else up. And so the, the, the Raiders have enough skill and talent on the outside that if they're going to get singled, they're going to win. Hey, Matt, lastly, you just had the Dolphins. I think they come in here as the pure definition of a wounded animal. Tua, not available. Brissett comes in as the backup. And a team where I would think Brian Flores is looking at him going, it's impossible in the modern era to get shut out. I mean, you get the ball to the 30-yard line, it's three automatically. You had the game. What happened to them? Was it their will to win in the second half and they folded? Was it the scheme of Buffalo? Why did the Dolphins get dominated so badly? You mentioned the offensive line. What else? Well, I think it was just one of those things that it was one of them days. You know, like things went Things just went wrong at the wrong time. Like they moved, they moved the football. Jacoby Brissett, he didn't play poorly. Uh, they got pressure on him. Buffalo. Did get pressure. Their protections a couple times, they weren't sound. Um, and they'll they'll straighten those things out. But you know they they ran the ball okay, and then as the game went on, they couldn't run because they were behind. They're just trying to throw. And then once you become one dimensional, it becomes a lot easier to defend, as you know. But, um, you know, they would get in these situations. They'd go down the field. They went for it a couple times on fourth down. They didn't get it. Um, you know, they, you know, threw a pick, in, you know, when they shouldn't have. And it's just, you know, it was just one of them games. And then all of a sudden it's, it looks a lot worse than they actually played. They're a better team than that. But uh, because, to be frank with you, Buffalo, Buffalo right now is not the same team that they were at the end of the season. I mean, Josh mm-hmm. Allen's a huge talent. And their defense, I thought, played pretty well. But they have some, you know, they got some growing pains to go there, too. They still got to get on the same page. So it was just one of them games where, it, you know, it just wasn't going to happen. And it, it just kind of looked that way. Matt, last one on the way out. Coach Flores just had a big celebration in his hometown of Sanger. You know about Canton, and now the Raiders are celebrating him the entire weekend in Vegas. He'll get his Hall of Fame ring at halftime in front of 65,000 at Allegiant Stadium. If you can tell us what Coach Flores, Barbara Flores, what they mean to you and the impact that he had on your life. Yeah, just uh, you you can't be a better person than Tom Flores, right? I mean, Tom was – so I didn't have as much interaction with him with him being on the offensive side. He essentially was our offensive coordinator as well. So uh, we were on the other side. But he was our head coach, and he spoke to him. You know, he addressed us all the time. The one great thing with Tom is Tom, Tom knew – look, if you were doing your job, he let you alone. And so he didn't really come over to the defensive side very much at all. But, you know, when he said whatever, whatever he said – was one of those things like he only had to say it one time. We knew exactly what he meant, and you moved on. Tom's been he's been a he's been an excellent. Co- obviously, he's a Hall of Fame coach, but he's also a Hall of Fame person. Thanks, Matt. Look forward to seeing you again. Keep it up with the calls, all your broadcasting, and can't wait to see you out in Vegas soon. All right, JT, take care of yourself. Thank you. You got it, Matt Millen. Really nice that. Well, I didn't know he had the Dolphin game. He had the Dolphin game on radio, so that's a big deal. He gave us some nuggets there on that team as we preview them starting tomorrow as I have a couple of guests from the Dolphin side 
Orlando Alzelgari, the big O. That's the biggest show in Miami with the Dolphins. He's going to give us a full analysis of the Dolphins. But what we're doing today is we're paying tribute to Black Hole Rob Rivera, who passed away. And I was texting back and forth with Coach Gruden last night. Coach Gruden reached out to me about this. Uh, that's how much Coach Gruden cares, and we all care about this. Cisco, Black Hole, like a brother to Black Hole Rob. Go ahead. Hey, JT. I'm uh, trying my best to get through this. Um, and, and like Marilyn said, we all say in the Raider Nation, thank you so much for um, putting this together. Uh, in tribute to to my brother, Rob Rivera, um, his legacy, and Rob, I know you're listening, your legacy and what you've taught me in the culture of the black hole and our vision of bringing the Oakland element to Las Vegas. You have my word. I will see this through the best I can. Uh, I guess I can kind of start this off with the type of person that Rob was. When Rob and I met, he didn't like me. (laughs) And the reason he didn't like me is because I was from San Francisco. Even though I was a Raider fan, he didn't like me. And uh, he got to know me. We spent a lot of times talking at the tailgate. And he said, you know, CK, I like you, man. And it started off with helping him organize the annual kickoff parties. I think it's now it's been, I don't know, 10, 11 years ago. And uh, invited me to his house to watch boxing. We, we talked and knew we were boxing fans. Talked about old old boxers and new boxers, and he tried to uh, persuade me to let me know that every Puerto Rican boxer was the best <laughs> boxer in the world. Yep. Uh, and uh, got to meet his lovely family, Rachel, Naomi, and Natalie. I can't get those those kids, those girls, out of my mind. And Rob's vision of what you talked about, wanting the best for those girls. And again, I'll do whatever I can with the black hole fundraisers, events, whatever we can to to make sure that 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 goal of his gets achieved. Nice. Um, I want to thank him. I want to thank him for believing in me and appointing me his VP in Oakland. And. Obviously, with my relocation to Las Vegas, appointing me the chapter president here. Like Raider Man talked earlier, I'm going to miss those phone calls, text messages, and video messages late Friday night, Saturday night, listening to music, telling me I don't know nothing about that. I'm going to miss my brother, mm-hmm. miss him very much. But I, in closing, I just want to let everybody know who did not get a chance to meet this beautiful human being. He would give his shirt off his back for you. He was a loving, caring man. 
and he'll never be forgotten. And Rob, I love you, brother. I know you're listening. And I mean what I say. I'm going to do my best to keep this legacy and that fire burning. All right, brother? I love you, and thank you, JT. Thank you, Cisco. the time. You got it. President of the Black Hole in Vegas. Big deal. I know a lot of people can't get through. They're texting me to try to get through. We'll get to everybody. We'll try to keep this show moving along. Thanks again to Matt Millen. When we come back, more tribute calls to Black Hole Rob Rivera, co-founder and president of the Black Hole, who built a worldwide fan base, which is recognized from SportsCenter to NFL Network inside the Raider organization for the impact that he had. Thanks for listening today. We continue. Going to throw. Backs it up. Fires right side. He got Waller. Got Waller across midfield. First down Raiders at the 44-yard line. A big play by Derek Carr and Darren Waller. Derek Carr speaking to the media. Again, we'll have it. Q's on deck. Vinny after that. Vinny's there. They'll have the status of all the Raiders. We have a tribute show today if you're joining us late. Black Hole Rob Rivera, co-founder of the Black Hole, president of the Black Hole. He passed away two days ago. We have a tribute show for him today with all his friends and family checking in. Michael in Fremont, thanks for waiting. Go ahead, Michael. JT, how do you do? Uh, to give you a little, lend you a little credence to myself, I'm an acquaintance of Mark Abanez at KTVU Channel 2 in uh, Oakland, the sports director. Good man. Um, at any rate, I want to say very quickly, great uh, monologue, great memoriam slash eulogy for Rob. Didn't know anything about it until he passed. I have something for today. If your email is good at the, is it the JT Brick yeah, I'll, Show? We'll put, you on, we'll put you on hold. We'll put you on hold and give you my email. But would you, is that okay? Okay. What I have real quickly for you is a song that I think is going to really put all of this together for you okay. guys today. All right. Put, let's put them on hold and send me the song. I'm, I'm trying to get as many calls in on Black Hole Rob Rivera. That's it, and I'm trying to do that uh, today. So if you have anything you want to get in touch with me, you can do that on another day. Stoner Dude, great, great, great friends with Rob in the black hole. Go ahead. Uh, JT, you know, a lot of us fans that call in now, over 20 years now, uh, we know each other because originally we heard each other call you on your show more than 20 years ago, uh, before I even met Raider Man and, and Raider Rob and Cisco and all these great fans, uh, Rob Rivera heard me on the radio, and he contacted me out of the blue, out of nowhere, back in 1999. And he said, I want to talk to you about maybe doing a T-shirt design for the Black Hole. And I never met him before. It was a total cold call. And we met, we hung out, and he sat down. It was just me and him, and he sat there and just, explain to me the whole concept of the black hole. I was the new guy in town back then. And he said, we wear black. Every time I hear the words wear black, I think of black hole Rob. And he explained that we want it to be where the whole entire stadium is this big black hole where, where you look at it from above and it's a swirling colors engulfing, encompassing other teams. 
and he and he initiated me that day and 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 I did uh, draw some designs for him he used them for some t-shirts and of course I've known him for all all these years and I'll just never forget how passionate he was about the black hole and he wanted to be successful and and it is JT it's like you said it's a global brand you know you yesterday you talked about how the black hole in the stadium at the Coliseum we would always focus on the black hole as like a main focus point of how the energy was just coming from there. It was like thunder and lightning. It was a force of nature. JT, there was even times where during some losing seasons where I would look up from the 50-yard line down at the black hole. There'd be empty seats everywhere, rain pouring down in a losing season, but the black hole was still rocking. You could feel the energy off it. And I always think about the passion of Black Hole Rob when it comes to that. Um, he's going to be dearly missed by so many folks, so many fans. I think of all the great tailgate parties. Um, and, of course, I think of all the events at Ricky's and the times we just hung out as friends and just socialized and enjoyed the Raiders, enjoyed the team, enjoyed friendship amongst all our family. Uh, this Saturday, Raiderhead will be at Rockstar Bar. We're at 5 o'clock. We're definitely going to have some friends come up and talk a little bit about Black Hole Rob. Anybody wants to come out, we're going to do a dedication to him. And, uh, yeah, man, he's a, a huge impact on me as well as all the other fans. I'm going to miss him, and my heart definitely goes out to his family and his, his children. Uh, I'm heartbroken over that. And God bless you all. God bless the Raider Nation. God bless Black Hole Rob. Thanks, Sonny, dude. Appreciate the call. You know, when he invited me down into the Black Hole to stand under behind the goalpost with Harry and June Bug and everyone, Everybody, Steve Dominguez and everybody that I got a chance to meet initially with the black hole and Harry would throw up the dummy in the air. He'd throw the dummy in the air and I'd stand there and I came from a background of New York sports. I would stand in the front row of the black hole. They let me in that spot and the dummy would be flying over my head and the crowd 30 rows behind me would be shaking. And I said, I've never experienced anything like this. How lucky am I to experience this in the front row of a Raider game for years in the black hole. It was life-changing. The energy was like nothing I've ever seen and I've seen since. That's what's special about the Raider Nation and this fan base. If you've experienced that, you've experienced the height of fandom. And that was Black Hole Rob, another hour of our tribute show to our good friend.